Welcome to the Design of You podcast. My name is Leah. I'm a human design expert, spirituality coach, wellness guru, and manifestation powerhouse. My podcast is here to educate, inspire, and uplevel your life. I love sharing with you the ins and outs of the human design system in a practical, empowering, and embodied way. Thank you so much for being here, and I look forward to seeing you in the show. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Design of You, the podcast. As you guys know, if you listen to the intro, that is the name of this podcast. Or if you're looking at the cover art, or if you are just tuning into the podcast in general, it's called The Design of You, the podcast. And so welcome back. I am going to be talking about centers again this week. So last week we talked about defined, or sorry, we talked about undefined centers. And this week we're talking about defined centers. If you're not sure what centers are, one, you can go back to last week's episode and get the kind of intro on centers. But just to give you the the short snippet. So when we look at a human design body graph, all of these shapes, so the triangles, the squares and the diamonds, or there's just one diamond in the middle of your chart. Those are your energy themes, your centers, all of the shapes carry different themes within your chart that tell you whether you have energy themes consistently or inconsistently. And spoiler alert, not really a spoiler alert, but your undefined centers, which we talked about last week, those are the energy themes that you carry inconsistently, whereas your defined centers is the energy that you carry all the time. And so what we've been diving into last week and this week is just essentially, how do we work with these centers? What does it mean to be in alignment with them or not? And just kind of general information about the health of your centers. Um, If you didn't already know as well, something to add in here is that the centers are actually based on the chakra system which is it's it's kind of what you see when you look at a chart it, at least for me that's like the first thing that i noticed was wow human design looks a lot like the chakra system and if you've listened to the episode back in uh, may around the kind of science behind human design and the ancient systems that make up the human design system we talk a little bit about the chakra system and how that all ties together but basically it's this is kind of where we start to get into the centers and the chakras but the difference between the chakra system and human design is that the chakra system believes that there's seven centers, whereas human design um, has nine centers. And essentially, human design believes that there was a mutation of our energy centers back in the 1700s. So that said, let's dive into defined centers today because I don't want to get you guys all confused with too much information. Um, but you know, before I get into everything that I want to talk about in this episode, I of course wanted to provide some updates on what's been happening behind the scenes at the Design of You. And the first thing, as I've been sharing about and will continue to share about, is that I am launching a human design training. I have a human design course that is is coming out. Um, and it'll actually be out just about a week from today, um, a little over a week from today when this episode release, where it will be available for you to purchase. 
Now it's a live course though, and it starts in September. So my course starts the week of the first week of September. So September 3rd, I think is like that Sunday, but the course actually starts September 7th. So that's a Thursday. And I purposely did it at those dates because I know, at least for me, I'm from Michigan. I know that people go back to school that week or have really long, amazing weekends to kind of wrap up the summer. And I thought, what a perfect time to really launch a course where summer's kind of ending. I think people are getting a little bit more focused on, you know, the end of the year goals or perhaps just preparing for, you know, next year already. Maybe you're thinking about changing your life, becoming a human design reader, starting your own practice, or just starting a starting off your year fresh with just having the tools to become the best, most aligned version of yourself. And so I thought, you know what, summer is ending. Our mindset will be shifting from fun vacation party time to, you know, school time really, um, or work. And so that's why we're launching then. And so it's a live course. It'll be six weeks long. So we'll go into October and then um, the course it's live, but you don't have to join live. I just have it live for those of you that want to come learn, ask questions, like kind of learn the content and do it with me, that sort of thing. But if you cannot make the live sessions, I know that there's obviously time zones all around the world and it's not going to be suitable for everyone's time zone. So all of the all of the sessions will be recorded for you to watch later. And then there will be a self-paced version of this course coming out very shortly after this live version. So anywho, um, if you've been following me online, if you've been listening to the podcast, I've been talking a lot about this because I'm so excited. And this program is called Human Design Mastery. And I called it Human Design Mastery because it's all about mastering the design of you, like becoming the best version of you. And so I want it to be like this program where you can really start to master your human design in all of the different areas and, and not even just your chart. I mean, anyone in your life, if you are a coach or if you're a practitioner of some kind, whether whether you're a nutritionist or I don't know, a realtor or something else. I mean, human design can really benefit anyone that's just working with people. If you're working and serving others, human design is just such a powerful tool. So I would love to have you in the course. Down below in the show notes, there is the wait list for early bird pricing. And so basically, if you are on that list, you will get access to enroll in the course August 1st. I'm opening it up August 1st, but only for people on that list. If you are not on that list, you will not have access to early bird pricing and there will only be a short period of time where the early bird pricing will go into effect. So essentially there's going to be about a week where if you're on that list, you're going to get an email, several emails from me. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure people are aware that says, Hey, enrollment's open for early bird pricing. Grab it now or never. And, um, it, well, I guess I should say not never, but grab it now or the early bird pricing will be, uh, will be going away. And then it'll just be open to the general public August 15th with the normal pricing. If you're curious about pricing, the course is going to be two, 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 wait, no, that's too many twos, two, 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 four twos. Um, so just over $2,000, about $2,200. And why I priced it that way is that honestly, just so many human design courses are so expensive. They're just insane. I mean, I've seen people charge upwards of 5,000. I've seen 10,000. If you go through the international human design school, you are going to end up paying like I mean, anywhere from 10 to 20K just to get your certification in human design. And you don't really need an official certification to understand this information, but 
I've made it so that you can really afford this. There's going to be payment plans and there's going to be a ton of content. I'm not going to put you through a course and then be like, okay, now you have to enroll in this program to get this, or you've got to join this thing. I'm not in human design to make you guys go through all these little loops to get the information. I think that that's what's the problem about human design. Of course, that, you know, we're business owners. And for me, like, I have to, obviously, for me to be able to share what I do, I have to make a living. But I think it's outrageous some of the prices that people are charging for this information. And so I just wanted it to be really accessible. Again, there's going to be payment plans. If you're on the early bird pricing, you'll get a few hundred dollars off. So again, join the list down below. I cannot wait to be your teacher, guys. Like I am so ready to step into the role as a teacher and continue to just share all the stuff with you guys because it's going to be really good, really expansive. And yeah, I'm just ready to for you guys to see it all. I mean, I've just been going nuts working on this behind the scenes and it's going to be really good. Um, and I'm sure you guys are sick of me talking about it at this point, but I'm going to continue to share just because it's it's hot. It's hot on the hot on the press. Um, other updates. So I, I think I shared with you guys. It's not, I don't think I know I shared with you guys several months ago. Um, about my human design app, which we have not gotten started. So that is something that I'm working on. I've identified the team I want to work with. But um, what I've been waiting for is to wrap up this program. I had kind of a lot of balls in the air and I wanted to make sure that I was focused on just a few things at a time rather than a hundred. And I had a moment where I'm like, I'm in the middle of my group program, The Method. I am launching a human design course. I am building an app. I am building out a blog. I am still managing my social media for the most part. And so I just have all of these things going on at once. So I was like, you know, I need to, I need to focus on one thing at a time. Um, and the other thing I know my, on my website forever now, it's been talking, it's been talking about my website's been talking to you guys. My, I've been talking or I, I don't even think I've talked about this, but I had a link there for video courses, which is something else that I'm in the process of building too. So there's a lot kind of happening. Um, and really my, my entire mission is just to break human design down for you guys so you can apply it to your daily life. That's always my overarching goal. Um, because I think human design is just one of the most incredible tools that exists out there. And so I just want it to be really practical, really easy to understand, but also have a little bit of like a spiritual flair to it because at the end of the day, it's a spiritual system. Um, and if anyone tells you otherwise, then they're just like totally avoiding that part of what human design is. Um, but that doesn't mean it can't be practical. And so that's what I'm also passionate about. So those are kind of my updates. I, probably am missing something, but everything you know is linked on my website um, and in my newsletter. So if you want to join that, all these will be down below. So if you want to get a guidebook, if you want to join the newsletter, if you want to get on the wait list, it will all be in the show notes as always. But let's dive into the content because I know you're probably excited to just hear more about centers. I had someone comment on one of my posts last week saying, oh my goodness, I have all my nine centers are defined. And so all of my posts on undefined centers didn't like really applied to them. Um, but then it was also funny because I had quite a few reflectors being like, wow, I feel really seen because I'm a reflector and all of my centers are undefined. So I'm excited now to just dive into this content. So if you don't have your chart memorized, I highly recommend that you right now look up your chart. If you're driving, obviously 
do this safely, but get your chart pulled up. And what we're going to be looking at again are the shapes and specifically for today, the ones that are colored in versus the ones that are not. So there's some are white, some are colored. And if you're a reflector, all of yours will be white. So this episode is not going to, it's not that it won't apply to you. It can be very beneficial for you to understand people in your lives and potentially the way that they impact you. But reflectors have all undefined or open centers. And those of you that have lots of defined centers, this is going to be a fun episode for you. So again, these are the ones that are colored in. So the shapes that are colored in your chart, if you are not sure which shape is what, because I'm going to go through and say, you know, the root center, the sacral, the spleen. And if you're not sure what those are, it is mapped out on my website. And then also I just shared on Instagram, um, a what is centers post. And you can find that in my feed, uh, like just from this past week. And then you can also go to on Instagram, I've been building out these guides. So Instagram has this really cool feature that I don't see a lot of creators using, but I found it really great because what I'm doing a lot of times is educating y'all on human design. So I have put little guides together for you. So there is a now a center's guide and the first kind of, you basically link posts, but the first post in there takes you to the one that I just mentioned and it'll have kind of arrows pointing to which center is what. So that can be a helpful resource for you to understand your centers. So that said, um, what we're going to do is exactly what we did last week, where I'm going to walk you through each of the centers and then how they essentially show up. And if you are living in alignment to uh, that center or not. And the way that I kind of go through it is if you're healthy or not healthy in that center. Um, But obviously health can be subjective in a lot of ways, but health as in like, you know, is the energy clear here or is it, you know, condition or is it, you know, shadowed, shadow versus wisdom. Okay. So we're actually going to start down at the bottom of the chart. I can't remember last week if I started up at the top or not. I feel like I did, but I actually just can't remember. So I'm just going to go through. It's funny because I the way that you typically go through a human design chart, I, I think most readers will start with the head center. So all the way up the top, and then they kind of work their way down. I tend to do the opposite. I actually work from the bottom up. And I do that purposely because the root center, which I'm about to get into, the root center actually has this format energy. So if you have channels there, a lot of times it's like this energy that kind of like bleeds into your whole chart. So I kind of like to start there and it just feels like, okay, let's start from the ground up. But again, people like to do it in their own, their own fashion. Okay. So starting with the root center. So this is that square all the way down at the bottom of your chart. If this one is colored in for you, it means that it's defined as I've been saying And this center is all about adrenal pressure and your physical body and stress and drive and momentum. And it really is this motor and this energy that helps us understand really just like, again, stress and ambition kind of equally. And so if you have this define, a healthy defined root is someone who can remain grounded during times of chaos. They recognize when stress levels are unhealthy in themselves or others. They let pressure fuel them, but not drive their decisions. If you have a defined route, if it's not operating healthy, it means that your actions are guided by stress either in reaction to it or trying to alleviate it. Um, You can place unreasonable expectations on yourself or others, and then you don't know when to stop. Oof, I'm actually like giving myself some... 
uh, insight into my own problems today because young girl sometimes doesn't know when to stop. So, um, so yeah, these are always just great to remember. If you want to like take notes on some of this, this might be fun too, but just great little things to remember as you are working with your centers to be like, okay, am, am I healthy here or not? Here's the thing. So a lot of times then it's like, okay, so if I'm not healthy, then how do I move out of unhealthy to healthy? And there's the first thing is that I'm going to tell you to go back to your strategy and authority. Always strategy and authority is king. It's key. It's queen. It's everything. Making decisions in alignment with your energy is a natural deconditioning process. That's how you will naturally rid yourself of energy that's not yours. Now, we can still find practical tools to really work with our centers to help us decondition outside of strategy and authority. Because I know that that feels, this is where human design gets annoying because you're like, okay, so I always have to go back to my strategy and authority. Yes, you do. But there's obviously things that we can do to be like, okay, where am I out of alignment? And you know, we talk a lot about conditioning of the open centers, basically like okay, so where we're undefined or open, we feel energy from others so we can be really conditioned there. And that's true. But we can also have conditioning in our defined centers. So the root, for example, I just mentioned one of the unhealthy ways that we that, that I look at a root and I'm like, oh, there's some unhealthy energy here is what I just said. Like your actions are guided by stress. You place unreasonable expectations on others. You don't know when to stop. So that can be a sign that, okay, something is happening in this area. It's not open to influence from others. It's it's the influence that's happening within a person. And so I always say it's kind of when you're overusing the energy there, because if the root is about pressure and drive and momentum, if you're overdoing that, then that is what's going to lead to you not knowing when to stop. Again, I'm like talking to myself today, but that is what can happen in these places. And so I think it's really important for us to talk about, okay, you you might have defined energy somewhere and that's great, but you can overdo it and overwork that energy to the point of it not being great and you being in shadow and, and being out of alignment. And essentially why we say go back to your strategy and authority, because it's like, okay, well, like if I'm, how do I know when I'm starting to overdo it? And it's like, okay, when you are about to, when, you're, when your strategy and authority, aka the way that you make decisions with your intuition is saying... Okay. So my example here with the root that I'm going to give is like, okay, so if it's when you don't know when to stop, it's like, so this person just keeps going and going and going and working. And then, and then all of a sudden they're like, okay, like they're obviously not feeling great. They're probably going to start feeling their not self theme. So bitterness, uh, disappointment, frustration, or anger. And then, okay, so that person's out of alignment and it's like, okay, well then how do they know when to stop? go to your strategy and authority. Your strategy and authority isn't going to lead you to burnout. Your strategy and authority is going to guide you to work with your energy effectively. So that's kind of why we return back to that. And I hope that that helps clarify a little bit of how that works. If you're if you're like, what the fuck is strategy and authority? I don't know how to use that. I have episodes dedicated to that as well. I'm in lots of posts and, and guides that, like I mentioned on my Instagram. So you can browse through those, go to one of those episodes. I definitely recommend starting there for, before even really getting into this stuff. But okay, so that's the root center. And some of the practical tools that I would use to move out of that is identifying, you know, what what's on my plate right now and is this something that I'm stressed about? And do I need to be stressed about this? 
Is this something that I can take off my plate? Can I delegate? Um, Am I placing unreasonable pressure on other people to be as stressed as me to feel better about like what's happening in my life? There's questions you can ask. um, And these are just ways to kind of think about it and to work with it. So let's move on to the next center. So we're going to move to the emotional center. So this is the solar plexus. This is a sideways triangle on the right-hand side. This is where we find... um, it's really all about our emotions and feelings. And um, this is really where we see behaviors, highs and lows, moods, and having a defined emotional center. First, you will be an emotional being. So if you're like, I don't know if I have this one defined, if you are driving and don't have your chart pulled up, if you have emotional authority, you have a defined emotional center. This is a very potent center, by the way. Um, It's a motor and awareness center. So there's just lots there. But when you have a healthy, defined solar plexus or emotional center, this person will wait for emotional clarity before making decisions. So they don't make emotionally charged decisions. They give themselves lots of space and time. They're able to use their emotional wave to cultivate perspective and intelligence to become emotionally aware and cultivate that in other people in the best way. And um, they're in touch with how they feel without being overwhelmed by it. Now, Someone who is not healthy in their solar plexus, a defined solar plexus, these people will be impulsive with their decisions. They will not wait. They will not give themselves times. They will make emotionally charged decisions. They will be volatile towards people because they have this like emotional reaction. Um, They sometimes can have trouble identifying how they feel because there's so much happening, um, so many emotions at once. And they may look to other people to make decisions because they take so much time or they need so much time. And so all of a sudden they feel insecure about that. And don't if you're an emotional. So Okay, so those are ways that you can see if you're healthy or unhealthy in your defined solar plexus. Now, ways that you can work through that is just literally feeling your emotions, giving yourself time, waiting for clarity. Um, Actually, something that we've not talked about on the podcast before, but I definitely will do an episode on this at some point in the future is the different emotional waves. So we talk a lot about the emotional wave. And if you're an emotional authority, um, you have a specific wave that you actually ride. And so some people, um, it can be really important for them to just like really like kind of sit with the melancholy of their emotions and maybe listen to music and just create art and just really kind of muse out with just the emotions that they're feeling. And, you know, some people it, it comes like really strong and then it can go really fast. So everyone kind of has these emotional waves. I'm not going to get into all of them today. So that said, if you have a defined solar plexus and you feel like you're in the unhealthy uh, sort of realm, again, go back to your strategy and authority, but then also just feel your emotions, listen to the song, journal, cry, you know, write, make art dance, move, you know, lots of different things that you can do to really just tap in, scream, go in your car. Oh my gosh, you know, it's so healing. I'm not even an emotional, so I don't have a defined solar plexus, but I'll tell you what, when I got some conditioning that I need to move out, I did this recently. I was very angry and I was just in my car and just screamed so loud in my car and it felt so freaking good. And it's like, no one can hear me. I'm just like driving down the road. I'm just like at a stop sign. Um, maybe if someone saw me, they'd be like, what the fuck? What a creep. And, uh, that's fine too. But at the end of the day, it felt so good to just like yell or do it into your pillow. Like sometimes you have to be like, oh my gosh, get this out of me. You know, it's so important. 
Okay, let's move into the sacral center now. So the sacral center is the gut, it's the generator center, it's the life force, it's the motor, it is the fuel to work. And so if you have a defined sacral, you will be a generator or a manifesting generator, um, first and foremost. And when you have a healthy sacral, you're going to be like, yes, like you have a gut response for something. You don't try to initiate things. You're able to just like use up all your energy on things that you love and you really listen to your gut feelings and you're like, okay, yeah, I'm so sparked up about this and this is for me. Now, if you have an unhealthy defined sacral, it is a lot of energy around burnout and ignoring your gut feelings, committing to too many things that were actually no's, not listening to your gut knowing, um, using that life force on things that you don't enjoy, um, no balance between work and rest, and you're prone to starting things but then not finishing them. So to move out of that, again, strategy and authority, but then to also just some practical tools or just to give yourself really like time to figure out what is lighting you up or not, to go back to your gut feelings, to trust it, to surrender to it, to not overthink it, to not pro and con it, to really just listen to, you know, what is exciting to me right now and how can I follow that? And so that is how you can work with the sacral. Now we move to the spleen center. So the spleen is the sideways triangle on the left-hand side of your chart. And I actually just realized that I didn't go through the other one. So I did say the root. So the root is the square all the way at the bottom. The solar plexus is the sideways right-hand triangle, the emotional center. And then the gut is the square that's second from the bottom. And then the spleen, again, is the sideways triangle on the left-hand side, directly kind of across from the emotional solar plexus. And so this is where we find health and well-being and intuition and survival and consciousness and fear and alertness. And so when you have a defined spleen, you are someone who um, has strong instincts, strong intuition. And a lot of times these people can, they, they can live in the moment when they're healthy. Um, they don't feel the need to overanalyze their decisions. They're able to be carefree and grounded and knowing what's right for them. Um, I also find people with a defined spleen, they have this energy where they they're they can understand the well-being of others but they're not overwhelmed by it um the way that someone with like an undefined spleen would feel they're not as sensitive they're more calm and secure and they have this like safety net that they definitely lean into now if you have an unhealthy defined spleen you may let your mind override your instincts and intuition you may take unnecessary risks you could also allow yourself to be influenced by others versus trusting that instinct so it's basically just like going against your instincts because you have dependable instincts and so you're just going against it and then it's causing problems how you work with that is just to get into your body the spleen i it's it's awareness and so how we open awareness and can listen to our spleen is by getting out of our heads and into our bodies. How do we get out of our head and into our body? Movement, dance, exercise, go for a walk. It doesn't have to be crazy. You, you know, get out of your head. Don't don't spend time analyzing and getting stuck there. Just so you know, what does my body feel? What's my what are my instincts saying to me? Um, and so really that's how we can start to open that awareness. Breath work is also great. Meditation. 
So let's move to the heart center now. So this is the little baby triangle in your chart. This is the area of willpower, motivation, the area of self-worth, the ego, material world. And having a defined ego, it means that you're someone who um, recognizes your own value. You have a strong sense of self-worth. You can keep promises that you make. You know when to rest. You're able to assert without alienating other people. Now, with an unhealthy defined heart, you can attempt to push people beyond their limits, kind of like the root a little bit, but a little bit different. Um, You can place unrealistic expectations on others. You may alienate other people because you're so demanding. You make promises that you actually don't have the will for because you're using your mind to control you rather than, you know, really assessing what you have that will and desire for. So, Um, Again, strategy and authority. You guys are going to get so annoyed at me saying that. So maybe I'll stop. But that is the number one way to decondition. But the second way is, you know, really just maybe making a list of just what are the commitments that you have in your life and which are the ones that you feel excited about or have the, the will for and assessing, you know, the commitments that you've made in the past and also giving yourself rest. If you don't have the willpower, um, you know, making sure that you follow through on those commitments that you do make and just continuing to be comfortable with the, I've said this before in podcasts, I think ego gets a bad, the term ego gets a bad rep, but you know, ego is not a bad thing. Ego can, and and it can be in a spiritual sense. Let me preface by saying like, you know, the spiritual language around ego can be very different. So we're talking about two different things here, but the defined heart and will and the ego that I talk about in human design isn't bad because a lot of times I'm like, oh, you have a defined ego and someone gets like, wait a minute, I have a defined ego? Like I'm egotistical? And it's not that. It just means that you're someone who has this like assertiveness within you and this energy of strong self-worth. And you're someone who um, you kind of like take matters of the heart very seriously. So that's just a little bit about that center. Now we move to the diamond in the middle, which is our identity center. This one's about love, direction, and identity. And a healthy identity center that's defined is someone who feels secure in themselves and where they're going with their life. They can provide love and support to others while being on their own path. They have a strong sense of identity. They're not susceptible to outside influence or direction. An unhealthy defined identity is someone who tries to influence the direction of others without the proper invitation to do so. Um, These people also may deny their own sense of direction and try and gain love from other people and versus just trusting like their own like defined energy that they have. How you can work with this is just by making sure that you're prioritizing what makes you you and most authentic to you and embracing that not letting what other people are doing get in the way of what's what you truly feel is most authentic and a representation of your own identity and energy um and just not letting you know other people influence you and again strategy and authority okay so now we move to the throat center this is a square that's in the the throat area of your chart it's the square that we haven't talked about because this is the last one um and the throat is all about communication and manifestation it is our area where we can speak and we um share energy for manifestation when we when we say manifestation it's more like you know i can make things happen through my voice so 
with someone who has a healthy defined throat, they use their strategy and authority to identify what and with who to share information with. They're able to clearly communicate um, at the right time and they use their voice with intention. Now, if you have an unhealthy defined throat, you may have difficulty communicating clearly. You may have a poor sense of timing or wait too long to speak, or you speak too soon, or you speak too often at the wrong times, or you may try to force action versus just trusting that you will get there. So to work with that is just practicing silence and noticing these moments in conversations or in group settings or one-on-one. Now we move to the final two centers. So we're going to talk about the mind, then the head. So the mind center, also called the Ajna, this is the upside down triangle in your chart, right where your sort of head would be placed if you placed your body over your body graph. And this is all about mental awareness and conceptualizing of thoughts, opinions, and having a defined mind means that you are someone who has defined energy in your head. You're someone who um, has a very strong mind, essentially. And so when this is healthy, your mind doesn't get caught up in mental anxieties and you can turn off your mental chatter um, without it overwhelming you. And you're able to use your intuition to know when to share your knowledge and when not to share. Now, if you have an unhealthy mind, you use it to make decisions. I find this a lot, actually. So if you have a defined head, you may make decisions from that place, and that's not healthy. Um, It's very important to not get stuck in your head because that's just what can happen. Um, You can also get stuck in thinking about things from the past. You can also lack the ability to understand other people's perspectives. You may be closed-minded as well. So... Those are energies of an unhealthy mind. Again, strategy and authority, but then ways you can work with that are just assessing, you know, when you're trying to force an opinion or a thought on someone else. Um, That's one way to kind of just take inventory of that, to also just take inventory of what I just shared. Like, do you do any of those things and how could you release that? How can you um, be, not that I want to say like be open-minded, but how can you open your mind a little bit to understanding that not everyone thinks as strongly the way that you do? And then finally, the head center, which is all about, it's also like a pressure center where there's mental pressure, but it's around ideas and it's about inspiration. And when you have a defined head center, it just means that you're highly inspired by you. And when it's healthy, you know when to, when and who to share your ideas with, and you use your strategy and authority to identify which ideas to go after. Um, You're also comfortable with waiting for mental clarity rather than like searching for that inspiration or searching for answers and just trusting that like it's going to come to you and it's going to come from within. Now, an unhealthy defined head will feel anxiety or self-doubt. They may try to attempt to force things, force thoughts or ideas into into action when it wasn't actually in alignment with their strategy and authority. And so to work with the defined head is just to assess, you know, is this an idea that's for me or not? And just, again, kind of paying attention to the energy there. Those are all of the defined centers. So that is all of them. And if you want to go back and pause and take some notes, I definitely recommend doing that. And then it would be kind of fun to compare this to the undefined centers episode, just to kind of assess the energy and the places um, in relation, especially within your chart and just see like, okay, am I healthy in a lot of these places or not? And that can just give you insight into how well you're making decisions in alignment to your energy or not. 
But that is everything that I wanted to share about centers. And the final thing I realized earlier when I was giving some updates, I missed a couple things. Um, So I am hosting a human design meetup on August 11th in Venice Beach, California. And I'd love to have you there. I'm doing it with my friend Kaylee. She is Expanded Flow on Instagram. She does human design and like business energetics. She's awesome. Love her. And we also just recorded a really good podcast episode that's going to come out in several... uh, several weeks, uh, maybe even a couple months. We're, we're, nail- we're ironing some things out right now in terms of what podcast episodes we're releasing when, because I want to make sure that I'm talking about content that's relevant to what I'm doing kind of in my business. But there's lots of really fun stuff to come. So stay tuned for all of that. Um, so yeah, so we have um, so we have that live meetup. It'll be free, so definitely join. And then the other thing is I'm hosting a free workshop on incarnation crosses on August 2nd. Free virtual workshop. I'd love to have you there. Um, it's going to dive into incarnation cross. I have not done a podcast episode on incarnation cross, and at some point I definitely will. But if you want to understand your incarnation cross, definitely come to this live event. I'm going to link that down below for you to sign up and just be a part of it. So that's everything. And thank you so much for spending your morning or evening or afternoon, whatever time of day, maybe it's the middle of the night for you with me. And I hope that you learned something new about your chart. Um, I cannot wait to invite so many of you into my new program, Human Design Mastery. So again, everything's down below. And if you enjoyed this podcast, I'd love for you to share it with a friend. If you're like, oh my gosh, this person who has this divine center needs to hear this, share it with a friend. Um, and, or if you'd love to leave me a review down below, if you'd love to, if you'd like to, if, even if you like kind of like to just a little bit, could leave me a review down below. That means the world to me. Or if you have any feedback, you can always find me over in my um, email or my website on Instagram. And I just love to hear from you all. So thank you for those of you that take the time to share about the show because that helps me help you guys. I can't show up here if um, if I don't have people listening and, and helping my podcast grow and get bigger and all the things. So I will leave you guys here. Have a beautiful week and